0: You've tuned into the R.U. Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the R.U. Screening podcast. I am your host, R.U. Screening.com's own Mark Eastman. And with me, as always, is co host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And uh, this week it's Suicide Squad week because, yes, uh, yes. because what else would there be? Right. And uh, because it's magnificent and huge and all that. Uh, and I think we mentioned last time that we might have some other things that we were catching up on, and yeah. uh, we're not. We don't. But. <laughs> Uh, but over, I would say like the next two, three, four weeks, we are probably going to have like a few things at a time. Yeah. Um, like, uh, there's a lot of stuff coming on streaming. There's a lot of stuff, even if it's uh, not necessarily a movie, but it's like some big thing. Yeah. Um, like you just mentioned before we got on, what if, which yeah. everyone is obviously talking about, um. And uh, so there will be a lot of other stuff, but this this week uh, we really just have Suicide Squad because there's uh, too many there's too many things to try and coordinate and yeah. uh, and get us both to something. Um, but this is, you know, we were talking about how there's uh, going to be a lull and there's nothing coming until September or right. until like October, and we start getting stuff like Dune and you know uh, yeah. Bond and all right. the all that big stuff that. That all got pushed back to the same time for some reason. Uh, right. Everyone decided that yeah. was the thing where uh, all movies would come out. So there's not a lot of great big things. Um, like this week, Free Guy comes out, so that's pretty cool and that's kind of big. And uh, and I feel like Ryan Reynolds, first of all, uh, will get some people right moving. Yeah, um, but also just you know, just kind of like weird comedy. Right. Um, I feel like even uh, jungle cruise, like yeah. got a fair amount of traffic in the theater because I feel like there, there is really, there's like big Marvel movie or whatever yeah. like that. But I feel like people just are, are like more inclined to go laugh. Yeah.
1: They just want <laughs> just a summer hit right you know, now. Just right. A summer fun time. Yeah.
0: Um, So I think free guy is put in a really good place, uh, time wise. But in between those things, there are a bunch of streaming things coming out. And, uh, I mean, I feel like this is almost like normal, um, because this is like the most normal thing that's happened in a long time, because there is kind of that lull right around when all the TV shows start coming back. Right. Uh, there is often a few weeks where the movies go fine. Uh, you know, People are Here. gonna stay home right. and watch those shows yeah. anyway, so we're not gonna try to release our big thing. But uh, so we got Suicide Squad. But I do want to just uh, have my say real quick on uh, the Olympics. So the Olympics just ended, and uh, so the the coverage of the Olympics was weird, but like the aftermath coverage of the Olympics is weird also. Right? Um, it, you know, as far as like just kind. Con- Trying to pay attention to the internet and what people are talking about and who's writing about what and everything. It's, uh, I thought it was really weird the way people were covering the like final notes on the Olympics. Yeah. Um, Did you watch, I watched it all? I
1: watched more than I thought I was going to, not as much as I typically would. Right. Like it's just, it's been a weird. You know, it's just been a very strange summer. I
0: I, wa- I watched a lot of Olympics, right? And yeah. so, if you pay attention to the Olympics and you watch the Olympics and you really are an Olympics fan, so first of all, you know, like the big story is that the ratings on NBC were awful, right? Right? They it was like outrageously low ratings for the Olympics, even if you count like you know on NBC they had their coverage, which generally sucks. I mean, maybe that's just me, but uh the coverage that's on NBC mm-hmm. is like so trying to be primetime goofiness and cutting in on things all the right. time and telling everyone's story and right. talking about all the stuff that instead of just showing what happened, right? And then on like USA, they have right. they have just showing what happened and everything. Right. Um and then I think even on, you know, other NBC things, they sure. they have some stuff. But I thought it was weird uh, that y- there was so much attention to how low the ratings were on NBC and uh, and NBC says, yeah, but we got a lot of people watching it online and everyone went, yeah, whatever right yeah. but sure, sure you but they did yeah And not only did they, um, but I I know several people yeah. right who uh, were watching the Olympics and they were like, Oh, I'm gonna, you know, see when this is, and so I'm gonna look up something online like the schedule, and you go to the thing, and then they go, "Oh my God, look at all the stuff you can watch here!" Because they had like tons of events that they, right. they weren't even airing, them. they can't cover them, yeah, and they had tons more stuff that you could, but you could watch it online, right? And, and they did have. I mean, they claim to. I don't know what they actually had. It's not Rating, like the Nielsen yeah. ratings or, you know, whatever. I don't know. I mean, but they, according to their own reports or whatever, there were a lot of people watching online and it, it couldn't make more sense, right? I mean, you know, people don't watch TV if they don't have to. They watch it on their phone online or, you know, whatever. Um, but as just the general shift of how people consume things. Right. But yeah. also they just had way more stuff that you could watch. Yeah. So it, I don't know. I, I thought it was a little weird, but I mean, it was a weird Olympics anyway. And, it, and it's strange.
1: That's the way, I mean, it, you know, no one's called to have me produce the Olympics. Right. But in, in the technology that we live in, if what you're really interested in is fencing or water polo or, I mean, what a Taekwondo, whatever you're interested in, if the Olympics are going to cover it, if NBC is going to cover it for 15 to 25 minutes, maybe, maybe an hour, but you really want to, like, this is it. You want
0: to watch every fencing you want to see all thing. The matches. Right, you right. want to
1: see everything. You want to see all the floor coverage. You just pick up that streaming channel. Right. Like, they'll have three cameras from four angles. That's what you want to dig in. You dig right. into that. You know, I mean, that feels like the way to go because if you were truly at the Olympics... Courageously enough, or stupidly enough, to go to the Olympics, you wouldn't uh, be going. Be allowed from. to You'd, go, right? You wouldn't be going from site to site. You'd be sitting right there to right. watch the thing you're interested. You're in.
0: sitting. You're sitting at ping pong because that, you, you got a good seat. That's, yeah. And yeah. now it's like, well, this is who I'm watching now. And now I'm and doing you this, sit, right? Yeah, I mean, so, uh, you you can't even right. really like you can't jump around, no. right? It's like three miles it's to the where trip, that right? is, it's right? Got, I mean, it's, it's
1: shuttles bringing people around, let Alone. Think of all the think of all the roadways and pathways and hyper electric carts or whatever they're running on. Right. For just the production like, cuz somebody's like oh, yeah. we, we got a dead mic. Hey, bring it down to studio H. <laughs> well, where is that? 15 miles off yeah. to your left. You're
0: yeah. like, "What?" So, I right. think if uh, y- you know, if the ratings of the Olympics uh, mean anything, uh, not that we have to talk right. about the Olympics mm. forever or whatever. But if the if the ratings for the Olympics mean anything, mm. I think it's got a lot more to do with the Olympics than it does NBC. Like, I, I think to a certain yeah. extent, you know, people are just sick of the Olympics. And it's like people have their thing, right? Yeah. But not so much just the Olympics the in thing. general, Yeah, the right? Thing. It's like, I want to watch gymnastics right. or whatever. And, you know, there's just, I mean, seriously, there's, like I said, I watched a lot of I watched a lot of the Olympics and you watch <laughs> yeah. the Olympics and you're watching something and then, you know, you keep going. The next thing comes on and you're like, what the hell is this? Right. Like the, the Olympics are the Olympics have gone wrong. Right. Like it was a good idea at one point, I guess. But right. something has got to change with the Olympics, especially when you're talking about watching things and people, uh, you know, being tuning in and yeah. everything. If you have like swimming or running and you have like 18 heats before you get to the right. semi semi finals right. and then you have the semi finals and then you're just watching these people do right. do this like a million times, right? Yeah. I mean, really am I going to watch that or am am yeah. I just going to never tune in until it's the finals? Right. Uh, I mean, am right. I I mean, maybe I'm a swimmer and then I'm going to watch yeah. them all, right? Or whatever, heat, but yeah, right. I mean, I got to see the person who's coming in last yeah. by like a mile. In heat eighteen of whatever it is, like why is that person in the Olympics? You know, I'm sorry, no offense to Eddie the Eagle or whatever, but but if you want people to tune in, yeah, I I mean it's a lot. A lot of it is crazy, and a lot of the a lot of the events are crazy too. And and the whole like this is a sport. That's a sport. This is an event. That's an event. I don't know if there was any. I mean, I caught it by accident. I was
1: you know I watched. I watched some of the Olympics off and on. Uh, but I was flipping through the channel. I was flipping through the guide. No one flips through the channels anymore. That's That tells you how old I am. Right. So I was flipping through the guide. And I noticed, you know, from... It has to have been from Dodgeball. You know, the Vince Vaughn film where they were making... Where Justin Bateman and Gary Cole were these announcers on uh, ESPN, the Ocho. You know, they were right, right. making fun of themselves for having eight networks. It, they had Olympic counter programming. I was flipping through the guide and I noticed that it was uh, cornhole, which is no big deal. Right. But it had professional tag. And that's what stopped me. And I went, now <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. And and I clicked the information and it said, you know, hour long and it said uh, North American Championship held at like Peoria, Illinois, or whatever. I mean, it was some description. I clicked on it, and it was professional tag. And it had in the upper right-hand corner the Ocho. So, I mean, it was a joke that was a serious attempt to counter-program the Olympics while making fun of itself while being totally serious. Because I didn't watch the whole thing, but I tuned into the end, and they gave out real trophies for professional tag. And then they went into cornhole, and I kept flipping on. And, I mean, I don't even remember what the alternative to the alternative Olympics were, but it was like laser tag. Like, it was all kinds of stuff you know combative tiddlywinks or whatever you know right. and i'm just like if i didn't have something else going on i might just leave the ocho on now right just all day for the hilarity of hearing somebody call professional tag sure so that was the programming yeah. uh, i mean i
0: i think seriously the olympics uh, needs uh, need some work if they yeah. if they want uh you know because the next time they're olympics right yeah uh the networks are going to go, eh, Right? how and much, how much am I going to pay you to be able to do this? Yeah. Right. And all that, as, because like people are not tuning in, like the Olympics have got to do something. Right. And I, and I think, uh, I think there are a lot of rules they should institute. Right. Yeah. Like, and, and just the events they have, like, you know, like lacrosse, right. Is right. not an event. Right. Right. And the story is, sort of, I mean, who knows what the story is, right? right that right. a lot of, you know, enough people don't do it in right. enough parts of the nations, world, right? yeah, right. But, you know, there's like millions of people who do it. Right. Uh, and all around the world so and everything, nations. right? And at the same time, you got Olympic events yeah. that nobody does. Nobody can do Except it. Yeah. because right. they're trying to get in the Olympics. Right. If nobody does this thing yeah. anywhere, right. except because they're trying to get in the Olympics. Yeah. That's not a sport. Right, I know. I know. <laughs> that's that's not a thing. That yeah. And you know, why do they get to stay in when yeah. the rule right is theoretically about how many people do it or yeah. you know whatever the goofy story I know is that or metric. whatever. yeah. But I mean, it's you know, you watch stuff on the Olympics yeah. if you tune in accidentally cuz you're just flipping around yeah. and you'll be like what like what is this i mean there there's insane i events. wish it was my idea that no one's gonna watch no one's gonna watch no, it no right? one's watching that they have like you know the the cycling track sprint yeah have you seen right. that yeah the yeah. one where they don't go
1: <laughs> i know
0: until right. all of a sudden somebody decides to go, go. and then they and go they right go. yeah nobody else does that i know that's I know. not a thing to it's do great. I, I love know. it.
1: It's- the I wish it was my. I'm idea. I'm sure you
0: and all your friends are tuning into it too <laughs> and giving NBC some money.
1: I wish it was my idea because it's genius, and I know you've heard it. I, I know you've seen it. It's the it, everything's like a funny Twitter meme. Somebody on Twitter said, you know, and I'm paraphrasing badly. The way to improve viewership for the Olympics is every event has to have just a regular person competing.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that, and
1: and that is both hilarious and. Nothing has ever been truer. Nothing. Except. If you could just drop, if everybody just finally like in the crowd just was like, okay, seat 55A. <laughs> and like I stand up. And I'm like, right. I'm you're, swimming in you, the Olympics. You're on the
0: water polo team but you today. Know,
1: you, you notice <laughs> that those seats are going to be strangely empty when things like the high dive are happening because you're like, right. well, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to be in my seat. I'm going to go get a Coke <laughs> or something. But when it's like Olympic wrestling, like what
0: do... Archery. From, like, are, <laughs> I'm just going to...
1: Equestrian stuff, I'm just gonna skateboarding, yeah. snowboarding, like that ski long jump. Are you kidding me? Like yeah. who's gonna show up? The people that would show up for that are the same people, and I love them. That go to a baseball game with their glove because they right. think they're gonna catch a ball, or maybe they'll get called up. Right. <laughs> you're like, hey, we you're need in. somebody. You, you're yeah. in. Come you on. have a glove. You're so in. I just, but if you put normal people in the Olympics as a frame of reference. I'd watch all Yeah, the I mean
0: it, you know, it's tumbling. If you watch some It's like a, it's like a try to funny a idea, wheel. right? Except that, <laughs> you great. know, here's the thing, like I just said, it's uh, the sad part is, is that they already do that. I'm well, telling I, you, like yeah. they got they got the guy swimming <laughs> who can't beat who can't beat the people who are going to be all in right, like 50th place. I know. He's and going. and they are like lapping him like they already do that they already have people who are like sad at, yeah. at know, the event. I know. I don't know. That anyway, would, I, that would get me to watch.
1: I would. I would watch the hell out of
0: that. It, it would get me to watch if they would just stop having the things I know. that nobody gives a crap about. That's true too. That I don't. I just don't know why they're things. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Whatever. Anyway. All right, Suicide Squad. Yeah, now done. that we've uh ran, what did we do? What's the thing you just said that we did? We were dilly a dally. dilly-dally. Yeah. Dilly dally. Uh, all right. So Suicide Squad and everyone knows what it's about and everything, right? We don't have to explain <laughs> the We don't have to explain the premise. Yeah. You all watch the trailers. You all know what's going on. We've it's seen the uh first one. all yeah, you've seen you know. the first one. It's all the goofy DC people that I they can't. could pull out of the woodwork and yeah. throw into a movie who are the bad guys right. now sort of being the good guys. Uh, because otherwise their heads will explode and they have to uh, save the world, whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, there's we've got the crazy woman running the villain prison or Lola, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> right, the <a> villain prison. <laughs> as opposed to the hero prison. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That would be... Oh, okay. Well. Uh, as opposed to the normal, non villain the, prison. The typical prison. Uh, anyway. I know what you meant. Uh, so, and, and it's... We're, you know... Idris Elba, Margot Robbie, and... John Cena, Viola uh, Davis, yeah. Michael Rooker. I mean, a, a, like, everyone. Everybody. <laughs> and Every, everybody is bonkersly in, is you know, bonkers bonkers in people, it. Yeah, there's all kinds of people. Even, uh, God, I'm blanking Tom, on his name, but uh, Saturday Night Live guy yeah, is in um, it. Uh, Davidson, right? uh, Pete Davidson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's in it for, like, a minute. Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, think we
1: can talk about this without ruining it, because, I mean... Otherwise no, we couldn't talk about the first I mean ten because minutes. who cares? Right. Uh, well, oh, amongst who dies. Yeah. A bunch a of a bunch of people uh, die uh, Mark just really tipped quickly. His, uh, tipped his hand. Yeah.
0: A- and that's not really a secret anymore no, at no. this point. I mean be, it's right? practically in the trailer. Yes. <laughs> they like go, look. That's true, actually. They're going to die. Right. And okay, uh, and true. you'll like it. Um, it's funny when they show little clips of the movie, you know, like teasers not really like a trailer but like little teasers yeah and they show a couple of people who die really early right yeah and it's like oh that's that's literally their entire time in the movie is (laughs) you've just shown you've just shown that do you have to pay them (laughs) as though you screen the movie right now because that's their entire time on the yeah yeah. anyway uh anyway so uh, uh the movie kicks off this time and uh, so I think like the initial part of the movie, right? I am going to kind of spoil yeah, uh, because you kind of can't not. You can't talk right. about the rest of the movie. Um, but so the movie starts off and it's like a trick. Uh, so I don't know. Be prepared. Or it's right. totally spoiled because now the trick's ruined for you because now you know it's <laughs> a trick or whatever. A- anyway, uh, because they, they like assemble this team. And you've got, like, Boomerang Man. And you've got several people that, uh, like, I don't even know who they are, right? Like, there are a couple people, like Pete Davidson. There's another guy who dies pretty quickly um, who, you know, they say their name. Right. But, like, you might miss it. And then you don't know what that name is anyway, right? right? And so they'll say something, and then the next thing you know, the person dies. And you're like, well, okay. Um, So they assemble this team. Who goes to storm the beach? And Harley Quinn is on this team, mm-hmm. uh, and some guy named Javelin that I'm not actually even sure if that's a real person. It, I don't it, think so. For me, yeah. it was like uh, if you watch the Harley Quinn animated show, right. there's like Kite Man, oh. and, and I'm like, <laughs> like I don't know if that's a real person right. that ever showed up. I, like I'm hoping it's not, right. <laughs> but it could be, right? right? But uh that guy's like javelin for me. Right. Like right. I'd never heard of he's just a dude with a javelin. Right. Like he, he doesn't he doesn't appear to actually have any powers or anything. <laughs> he, he just has this javelin. Um really because uh they wrote the ending first. Yeah. And there was a javelin and involved. They're, they're, and and you, they went, now how are we gonna get right. Harley Quinn to have this javelin? Well, she just finds one and picks it up. Nah, right. <laughs>
1: But come I on, in Javelin? yeah,
0: yeah, anyway. Uh, so this first team goes in, they get dropped on this beach. Uh, there's this you know, kind of cornball story that they tell at the beginning where it's almost like they're telling the story at the beginning, and as they're saying it, they're going like wink, right? Yeah, you know? right. <laughs> they're like, This is why you're going wink, wink, yeah. right? Like, because it's a goofy story, it's and and it's weird because it's like. I mean, we really need Suicide Squad for this. How is this a Suicide Squad type of a thing that you're making us do? But anyway, they they're they're storming this beach of this tiny island nation, and uh, and then come to find out later uh, that really like what's going on is there's this tiny uh, island nation that is you know basically like a dictatorship, but maybe not the worst one you've ever seen, right? Right. Like (laughs) like it's a Like it's it's a dictatorship, but it's like eh, I, don't, I don't know that people are complaining too much about it, right? Like it's uh yeah. you know, what if you were a dictator but you were like nice about it right. or something? I don't know. And uh and the US has basically like kind of helped fund yeah. this place or whatever. So uh so there's like a military coup and the place gets taken over, and uh the, the royal family's all murdered or whatever. Yep. Well, so uh, then it turns out there's uh, a lot of other stuff going on on this island, and that's why the government needs the Suicide Squad to right. go down and, you know, do what they go. do, whatever yeah, it, uh, it, hilarity ensues. Uh, so anyway, that's, like, kind of the basic idea of what's going on. Which, it, it is kind of weird, too, uh, trying to talk about the movie. Like you said, we're going to have to spoil it to talk about other things. And we we might yeah. really just, like, have to spoil it pretty much everything. Yeah. But what's weird about it is like you'll see in the trailers or the teasers or whatever that you've got like Starro, yeah, in the movie. Right. And but without kind of spoiling a lot of stuff, you you can't ever talk about why he's there or anything about him. And there's yeah. not really uh, it's not like he's the enemy right. in right. you know for the most part or whatever, yeah. like Anyway, so it's it's a very he's almost just
1: like a final boss,
0: right? It, yeah. it is like a video game, and he's like the final boss, yeah. but but he's not like after anyone. Right. He wasn't doing anything. He's just trying to mind his own stuff, and right? Do whatever. his Starro stuff. Uh, anyway, so I mean, that's uh, about enough of that, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I I gave the movie a three. Oh, that was close. Um, based. Really exclusively on the fact that I thought there were a couple things that were funny. Like basically all of the positives of this movie uh, only exist if you take them out of context of the movie, (laughs) (laughs) right? Like I I think I'm. I kind of I liked Idris Elba. You know, I was kind of okay with Margot Robbie. I think they've gone a little goofier with that character than they needed to, or even to have her in this movie. Except that you. Have to or Sales whatever, tickets, yeah. and uh, you know I liked Polka Dot Man. Uh, I liked there were a lot of seeds that he was in where I was like, oh, why right. can't I watch that, that movie? movie. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so there was a lot of like fun stuff uh, with that. You know, I, I don't know. There were like moments where I was like, fine. Um, yeah. But mostly, I hated it. <laughs> but really. <laughs> Really, I, I, I hated <laughs> awesome. it uh, very hard, but um, it just, I don't know, it was like a tempered kind of hate where there were moments when I was like okay with it. There were actually like a few pretty long uh, parts, you know, like 15 minutes uh, here and there where I was like, I don't know, this is kind of fun now. <laughs> and it was yeah. uh, and but the thing that was you know the worst was that it was it bounced around so much that it was like you know in between parts i hate yeah now I, now i have to hate everything you do for like 20 minutes right maybe i'll get 10 more minutes yeah. later or you know whatever right. it was it's very kind of disjointed um and and i'm not going to go forever I'll i'll let you rate it but uh, it's it It's very disjointed in the sense that it almost feels like uh, they took the script and like cut it into 12 pieces and gave those pieces to different people and a bunch of different people made their different pieces and right. then we just sewed it all together. Yeah. Like it doesn't... Uh, <laughs> lots of it does not feel like it's made by the same person even though lots of it does. Yeah. It's like, you know, they did this and they did this and then somebody else did... The yeah. part in between or, you know, whatever. I don't know. It just feels like uh, there are different like background sensibilities scene by scene, right. even though overall the script is equally trash. Right. Uh, I mean, right. No, <laughs> but, I it. But, but the actual execution, like the making of it, the how we're looking at things and how people are having their conversations and anything that like a director or a cinematographer might have been doing, feels different we go yeah. back and forth for no reason i don't know anyway so that's me i gave it a three if it had come on
1: the you know james gunn is the writer and the director um if it had come on the heels of his biggest success which is the guardians of the galaxy films <clears throat> um if it had come on the heels of the first film i would have said okay this guy knows only one thing odd character ensemble with weird alien things and the same jokes the same rote mechanisms Guardians of the Galaxy was fine you know because it was a breath of fresh air for a lot of people in what was feeling like a hyper serious Marvel Universe and then he did the second movie and I thought that's where he started to let the slip show I I I don't know if I, I can remember saying I hated the second film but I remember I didn't love the first film but I did enjoy it, and I thought the second film was a many step down from it. This goes into the basement, you know, because yeah. what it is is, for me, you know, it's funny. I, without telling them I had this discussion with you and not to bring up old wounds, but like gunpowder milkshake problem for me is I was talking to someone who went, this is a fantastic superhero camp film. And I went, no, it isn't. It's just badly done.
0: That was me. No, no, no,
1: but that was for that was for Gunpowder Milkshake. I mean, they were talking about this. No, film I know. And, oh, and they, were they were talking about, about this. The right. Suicide Squad yeah. being like a great campy superhero film. And I went, No, it isn't. It's just badly done. Yeah. Now <clears throat> I I mean there's not a whole lot of room here. I gave it a three, two, and I was trying to think, well, is three too low? And I went, No, but is it in that one or two range? And we talk about this a bunch. I had to
0: really convince myself for a long time that three was low enough.
1: I Me. Mean, yeah, that's what I mean. That's I was what, like, what uh, I'm driving at. Uh, it, it wasn't yeah. a one because it's a two. It's a two-hour and ten-minute, two-hour and twelve-minute film. And like I mean, you said it perfectly. There are some stretches there where I'm having fun. I'm watching the whole thing, but I'm not enjoying what I'm watching because it's so strangely uneven. And it's it's almost like not uneven because it doesn't know the pacing. The pacing is almost strangely perfect like it's kind of like a song the chorus is always the violence and then you know the refrains are almost always just joke 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 violence joke violence joke 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 violence like it just hits these two beat rhythms and if you're in the jokey stuff I didn't think it was that fun and that funny No, there are things that eventually get to be as fun as the film can get it made me like the film more but if the film had just been like five, it wouldn't have been that funny. But because it's a three, the stuff that's really funny, it feels like a seven to me because every single scene that I think Idris Elba is in is great. Okay, now again, is it great because he's surrounded by awful stuff? Maybe. But he's, he's tasked with doing a couple of easy things. Um, there's a scene where he's, uh, he's talking to this woman on a bus And the scene basically opens, and he has to look over his shoulder and look perturbed and just say, "What? Like, what are you looking at? What's what's the problem now?" And he does it in a way where I'm watching that, and I'm like, "Kids in film school are gonna copy that because he's so good at just saying what." Right. There's a scene earlier in the film when he has to confront his daughter, and they're both screaming expletives at each other, and he's going through a different cadence and a different way of saying the same, you know, f bomb over and over again and he finally hits one and he got me cracking up you know and I'm just like Idris is just so talented he's he's in this film and sometimes the the perturbed attitude that bloodsport has is I feel genuinely just Idris has got it like he's <laughs> right. not even acting he's just like this sucks I hate this there's a few scenes with him and John Cena that are great uh there's a throwaway scene with Nathan Fillion as TDK where he's explaining his name and what he does like it's just these are moments that are maybe as small as five or ten seconds, and maybe they last as long as four or five minutes, and I love those. I love every single time Polka Dot Man has a line because he's really in that film to work, and he's great. Right. But like you, I'm watching it, and I'm like, man, we got to go back to this crappy film. Right. The movie is so interested in itself. I've described this to others, and now I'm going to throw it out here for you. Uh, it just feels so pretentious. James Gunn feels like he's saying, "Look, I did Guardians of the Galaxy, and you love it, and you'll eat up anything I do. So let me put this in front of you, and I'm gonna watch you slurp it up, because you'll put, you'll eat anything that's got a superhero on it, a cape, a secret identity, a superpower, and you're an idiot. Right? But it, the film isn't necessarily calling me an idiot because the film wants to really hyper violent, hyper violently kind of show me what it's incapable of showing me, but something like kick-ass shows so easily. You know, this film feel, uh, felt kind of derivative of all well, the things that that I don't think it was influenced by. I just think it did better before it.
0: Right. You know, and
1: it just... The the violence even... Uh, actually, you know, as a quick thing before you jump in, uh, like, the violence isn't even interesting. It's very violent. It's very visceral. You see limbs and blood and splatters and gore, but it's always feeling like it's from the same side view camera. Like, there's no... There's no dramatic sweeping motions there's no i'll give I'll give uh gunpowder milkshake that like that scene at the end when they're in the cafe that thing's beautiful, yeah, like there's actual art happening there this is just like all right, get ready with the packets all right and explode them all on three two you know that kind of thing it just it it's bad this film sucks,
0: yeah, I think um. I mean, I think it it is like a pretentious movie, basically, but uh, I don't think that this movie, and I could be wrong, right? But just from the delivery of this movie, I don't think this movie is the way it is because James Gunn thinks that anybody's stupid. I think he thinks that he's good. I do too. He's and got he, M Knight syndrome. And, and he's just wrong. But he's not making a movie going like you're so stupid that you'll watch this. Right. I mean he's I agree. he's thinking
1: I'm so good this is watch amazing this.
0: <laughs> and you're going to love it. Yeah. This in in the background sensibility of this movie, it yeah. reminds me of nothing more than mother.
1: Yeah. You know, where uh-huh. where, where I it's, can't believe you spoke its name but, where yeah. it's
0: just <laughs> Utterly dumbass stuff happening at you, mm-hmm. made by someone who thinks that yeah that this is the best movie that's ever happened, and they've done something like genius and and really like if you don't like it, it's because yeah you don't it, understand it, my genius. It's not like you'll like it because you're stupid, right? right. It's right. it's that if you don't like it. For whatever reason, it's because like you're just too stupid to understand how great I am, or you know whatever. (laughs) Like that's what this movie is doing, despite being a really dumbass superhero movie. It's the it's the same thing, but behind it, like I think he really thinks that he's like he's lost in uh, like how great he thinks he is. Yeah, and uh, and the the weird thing, right, is that you've got these characters that at least I don't know about Javelin, but at least most of them are like real characters that were in DC comics before and all this stuff. And there's like a variety of ways that they get either, you know, butchered, twisted, turned into different things uh, for reasons that, you know, he thinks uh, this is either better or it doesn't matter that this is different, right? Right and like the yeah. the one that initially like kind of pissed me off is the polka dot man right. which i have no investment in him right, right. i don't i'm not like a fan right. from comics i knew who he was vaguely yeah. uh, you know whatever right um but he does he's just a totally different character right? right he's like you saw a list of names yeah and one of them was polka dot man and you went <laughs> Okay, I'll take him. And then you saw a picture of him and went, okay, make him wear this and look like this. And then, but his story and who he is have nothing to do with who he is in the original comics. It's like, that is like, I just think I'm better than everyone who did anything before. I can take that character and I can do whatever I want with him. That is annoying. Uh, I mean, why have him? He's have so, somebody that you actually want to have, right? Instead
1: of having, <laughs> right? Because and like you said, there's no, there's no cultural investment. It's not like Wolverine, you know. It's not like Batman, you know. It's not like these things. I, I mean, and you've said this a bunch where like the James Bond films. You're like, you're not even making a James Bond movie. You're just using the names, right? Right. And Batman is the same way. I, I agree. I, it's so weird that I, I liked watching Idris Elba. All the time And I feel like if you ever see a cut of him A scene of him where he's not great It's because the director for some reason Just didn't show it He gave it to you Like He's just so solidly fun i i feel like when i was watching polka dot man do his stuff even just like the easy line where he, they're like, he
0: is like fantastic in he is every, every moment film, every, every part in of film. every film and he's he's, he's a great he's actor great
1: but he's great in every film but, moment this has too yeah. right
0: but in this one god every time Dude, he talks i'm like oh. the easy it's always these easy lines it's funny i'm focused on the
1: easy lines when they're when he's having like this weird kind of acne outbreak of glowing polka dots and you know john cena's character peacemaker pushes him and he's like hey man what is this is this contagious and he explains it's like a space virus and he's like you know what the fuck is that and he tells him and then eventually a uh, rat girl there she's like well you know what happened to your brothers and sisters what happened to your mother and you know where is she and he goes everywhere and just the chilling way he says it and then what you see next is like perfect every single time he does something I found myself saying, I just want more of him and Idris. Cut Harley Quinn, because I know everyone gets excited if she throws on the fishnets, you know, when she grabs the baseball bat, because, man, they're really milking her and using her in ways that she's just not that character anymore. Um, What it it also showed me as well, and I forgot to mention it, is I kind of suspect that maybe the reason Guardians of the Galaxy was so well done had... Less to do with James Gunn's inherent talent, James Gunn's inherent talent, and more about the skillful guiding hand of Kevin Feige, who was there saying, look, I, I think you got a lot of great original ideas, and we should explore the comedic side of this universe, but you can't but do this. But this is the way you put it together. And you can't do that. And yeah, yeah. And I feel like at some point, I think you nailed it, though, because I'm piggybacking off what I think is the right idea. He's got some M night in him. He thinks he's a genius, and because he had a few successes and made a lot of money for another studio, they let him do whatever he wanted. And I think what you're seeing is the problem in letting James Gunn do whatever he wants. Is it's not that great, right? You know, he needs somebody to guide him along. And I think you know nothing is more evident than when maybe he had. And I'm I don't know this for a fact, but after the first Guardians film, where they were like, well, got to give this guy a lot of room. He clearly knows what he's doing. And the second film didn't do as well. And then this film isn't doing as well. Like, I think then you're kind of like, Oh, Oh, I get it. Well, We got to put somebody on this with him.
0: And, and you know, like we were talking about when we walked out of this movie, uh, right. I, I feel like Marvel and superhero and the whole like package is, uh, really in a dangerous place right now because, uh, you know, you get one movie after another where, eh, it's not so great anymore, right? Like, you know, they make their money now because everyone's going to show up before anyone knows anything, right? Right. But now people know stuff, and now it's not the same stuff. You know, you make a great movie that everybody loves, and you make another great movie that everybody loves, and then the next movie, fine, everyone's going to it. Uh, But now we're... Now we went to a movie that we didn't love that much, right. and then we went to another movie that we didn't love that much, right. and then who's showing up for the next one? Like it's, it's a tricky place uh, that they're in, especially with uh, just throwing money at the same people who are making those right. movies over
1: and over, right? Hoping that the lightning in the bottle is something they actually can keep capturing instead of was one off. And you know, I I've seen a few articles talking talking about how this signifies the end of the superhero genre. And I'm like, that's bull. That's total bull. What will signify the end of the superhero genre is exactly what you just described, you know, cause it will be measured in box office and they will be sick of Howard, the duck 11, <laughs> you know, suicide squad six, you know, it's just when you have the ability for the ability for certain genres to work versus certain genres that get timed out. Like, Somebody suggested maybe this is superheroes of the new westerns, like they were big for a while, right? And war movies, and now they're Peter. And, and
0: eventually, and eventually, the, some, you just something you know, else will something be else the thing. Back and, yeah.
1: and there's a cyclical nature to that that is absolutely irrefutable. But superhero stories, if they're done well, and the best of them often reflect a mythology. And there's a mythology to all kinds of stuff. If people put out great products, but they don't oversaturate the things that they're doing, like dropping Margot Robbie in every eighth film,
0: you know, because,
1: hey, we've got to have Harley Quinn because it brings the kids to the yard. That's when you're going to see the genre like Peter Outen. But there's still so many great, amazing stories to tell. And some of them don't have to be, you know, I got a friend that gives me crap like you used to about like my love for the Dark Knight, you know, and I'm like, not every superhero film has to be the Dark Knight. It doesn't. I actually very much like goofy, easier ones, but you know,
0: it's, it's
1: a bit of a risk, you know. There's right. a lot of wiggle room out there, but and,
0: and, don't do it. And, with this. and this one, like you were talking about, uh, you know, jumping back to this one, even the things that ultimately are right or have yeah. like the rightness that you like,
1: yeah. Even
0: those things, I feel like mostly get, uh, you know, something taken away from them, and it, it's just his like I said, background sensibilities that are weirdly skewing things. Like even that part you talked about, which is a great part, right? Where he asks him where his mother is and, and, and he says everywhere. And then we look through his eyes and everyone looks like his mother. (laughs) Right. Great. And I remember even right after the movie was over, I mentioned this, like, you know, that was a cool thing, and then we kept doing it Amen. and doing it, yeah. and then we had to see it again, yeah. and then at the end, Idris Elba has to, like, reference it and go, that's your mother, yeah. whatever, right. like, we have to, like, keep doing it, and there's a there's a part of that, really, that I feel like uh, is very telling about James Gunn, like, yeah. because he has to keep doing it, he has to explain everything to you, because, you know, you don't understand how great I am, or, yeah. you, you know, yeah. whatever it is, right. But so I was, I was thinking about that after we talked about it and you know, if they had just done that and and what I thought was if they'd just done that once, right. right, Then, you know, man, that would be cool. Every next time they do it, it, you know, it's not quite camp, right. right? But it is like moving towards just being like cheesy uh, goofiness, right. Every next time they just keep showing it. You know, then it's just like the three stooges poking somebody in the eye. It's like, it's just the thing that we keep saying. It's not, there's nothing good about it. But then, you know, when I was thinking about that, I was like, you know what? If they had actually not shown that at all. Yeah. If he had just said it, like you get it. Right. Right. You (laughs) totally get it. You know what he means. You don't have to show me your goofy version of it. Yeah because you have some like cool whatever CGI fat suit right different uh ever being in all the different warfare. costumes yeah. of everything or great. whatever yeah. I mean it's just like <clears throat> it it really was like <laughs> uh you know the the fx department goes here's a thing I can do right. or you know right. and, and god I hate that and yeah. and it's not terrible really if it had happened the once right, right? it's right. you know it's a little funny it's fine but it would have been better to not happen. I and think you know, I think especially the way he like delivers the it. line, right? Yes. The way he perfectly does it, you're like, you, you know, you get it. I right. know. I understand. You right. you see your mother everywhere <laughs> because he like he did it perfectly. And you know, um going on like to goofy stuff, right? When yeah. we have Starro, and Starro's another oh, one, yeah. right? Um, Starro is actually a real thing. Yeah. It's not like yep. he made it up for this. Um, and Starro is really like the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. Starro is a bunch of comic book people were like stoned. Right. Or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's like space alien starfish with a big eye. Like it's pretty real. Yeah. He spits out the things and yeah. they take people over and and like per- basically just how it happens in really, the movie. Just like it uh, is. Yeah. Whatever, right? And, and if you want to have Starro, fine. Uh, right. I still think there are other people you could choose or other other villains or you know whatever could be the thing I don't know so this so this is where we are whatever but if you do this and you make this movie and this is like your final product and everything and you have uh, like a bunch of people in a scene staring at other people with like you know two dollar plastic starfish on their face face, yeah You, you you put yourself in the you, wrong. You're box. lost. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you, you've gone too <laughs> You're complete. Yeah. They okay. are so stupid looking. Yeah. Uh, all that whole part of the movie. There are a couple of parts where they're like flying around. Yeah, and yeah, they're clearly just like CGI, sure. whatever they are, yeah. and, and and it's fine. But every time you like really see them, I think there are a couple where there's like a pretty decent one because the person has to talk or whatever, right? Yeah, right? They had to pay more attention to it. But like the ones that they don't, they are like you could find those in the dollar store and just they stick just, it on someone's face, and then that's it. And you're like, really? Yeah. Like this is? <laughs> they look like puffy stickers. <laughs> they, do, they do.
1: The best. The best. It's funny you say that. The best version of uh, the starfish is early in the film when they were all learning uh from the mad scientist, like what's been going on and you see people that are like kind of disemboweled and they're still alive, right, right, right. you know, the mad scientist library when they there's footage and it's, it's grizzly. It's the best. I mean, this is just the gore in me coming out, but when they're pulling one off someone's face and the imprint of the starfish is still pulled off their face, like there's a indentured thing in the shape of the starfish. I'm like, that's great right maybe we're about to have a really good rescue because and again I'm telling the story out of time this is maybe 45 minutes in maybe, maybe an hour in and I'm thinking oh maybe the rest of the film is gonna be like a horror film right
0: right maybe that will be
1: really fun maybe,
0: maybe and, we'll switch gears here a little bit
1: but the thing is and and just to because you you made mention of you know uh, polka dot man's because it, it's the same kind of idea for me too polka dot man's scene is mom everywhere it it lands so perfectly that time. You know, because it was so good looking, they had to do it one more time. But you're right. If you, the repetitive right, right. stuff, because there's also that scene earlier, uh, later on, when they they get to the freedom fighters and they're like, why didn't my people tell me where you are? And it's because they basically just slaughtered everyone because right. they didn't know who they were. And everyone's sidestepping, like, oh, we didn't see anybody. No one was out here. It's all very desolate out here. And right. he's like, I imagined everyone looked like my mother and I killed them all. Right. <laughs> and I'm just like, any, and, and it's funny because that's like the second or third time he's jumped in on a scene and I'm like, now, any scene he's in, I both wonder, am I going to see the mothers and is he going to kill the scene with awesomeness the way he just did that? Right, right. Because right. if he is now, every time he's on screen, I'm watching. Yeah. Versus every time Javelin he's, or whoever. You he's, know.
0: he's one of the only legitimately good things yeah, in the movie totally. at all, even despite the fact that you're like, okay, like Idris Elba is good in the movie. Yeah, right, right. Idris Elba's character is not, not good in the movie, yeah. right? Like there are people, there are scenes that are good there. You know, Peter Capaldi is awesome, right? He's not that great here, yeah, but right? not him. No, he's just, doing he's fine, do. yeah, right? right? But the character is stupid <laughs> and the character is not only stupid, but it's stupid in like such a weird, like, uh, You know, like I I said this when we walked out too. like he just doesn't like comic books like like James Gunn. Like there are so many things that I'm thinking about the movie where I come back to and it's like the way that we have Peter Capaldi's character Mm -hmm. is you just don't like comic books. And like the way that we have most of the stuff Starro does. Yeah. You know, it it really is like somebody who, who like took a comic book. Yeah. Uh, ages ago and now has made other movies or whatever, but, but they're not making a movie like Christian Bale making the first Batman movie right. Right. because he loves comic books and thinks they're an awesome way to tell stories. And I'm going to make a movie about it. Right. He's like a guy who saw a comic book and said, this is stupid. I'll show you how to tell a story. Right. <laughs> like, the like yeah. these are garbage. I That's could do way better than comic books. Yeah. And like all the stuff. And the only, but the polka dot man, who has nothing actually to do with the polka dot man, right? right. He's awesome, yeah. and uh, it, it it's not all because of the actor, right. although he is awesome. He is awesome. But yeah. he's actually kind of written in well, right? Uh, except that it, it, the whole story is a little bit goofy, but he's actually like someone who gets paid attention to in like a real way. Yeah. You know, John Cena's, uh, I don't even Peace remember maker. his name. Yeah, Peacemaker. <laughs> Peacemaker is written by, like, uh, like I don't know Peacemaker so right. so much anyway as a real character or whatever, but he's written by, like, a five-year-old who read one comic and went, I think this is what superheroes yeah. would say, or I'm going to make a su- superhero who's, like, but he's kind of a jerk. Right. And now, like, everything that happens is just the most, like, Boring yeah. way of doing everything. What's the most boring thing he could say right now? Right. That's what he would say. That's right. his, that's who his character is. I mean, it's so so
1: pedantically out of place. Yeah, and it, you know, when when they wake up and they see King Shark trying to kill them. Yeah, you know, and you're like, I'm not going anywhere. And it, as stupid as it sounds, the resolution to that scene is kind of comic book light, and I I took it. But just like mishandling everything that leads up to stuff like that, it, it, it's telling you in the beginning. It's Viola Davis is walking Idris Elba through the prison to pick up the roster of everyone because everybody's in the same Supermax, right? And she's like everyone for their own unique ability. And it's telling you, I'm just going to rip off everybody's ability because the first two people have the same ability. And he calls her. He's <laughs> right. like, wait a minute. You, you, you're taking the piss? Like This guy has the same thing I do. And he's like, better. You know, and you're like, okay, monosyllabic, super grunt, you know, cro guy. And then you meet King Shark, who really does speak in like one word things. And I'm just like, okay, so there's the comic relief CGI. There's the, you know, super thing here. But I, I've circled all the way to say, to try to say this. It's never more evident that a, a talented actor and a, an okay set of lines, you just deliver them right, like Polka Dot Man did. And you steal every scene. Guys steals every scene he's in. Talented actresses. Who are written badly, Margot Robbie and Viola Davis, and they are forgettable in every single scene they're in, to the point of not even a pastiche of stuff. It's just loathsome, like, don't you remember you've done this character before and you weren't like this? And maybe this guy's different who's calling action, but you could still make your choices. That sounds like I'm blaming them. I'm not. I'm simply saying... That the writing can only do so much The directing gets you into a bit of trouble And if you're doing your job Which if you're doing what the director tells you to do That's what you should be doing It's going to show up on you, not them But man, they were awful in this
0: And and then it all leads up to um, You know, we're kind of closing down on time Yeah Here anyway, but it all leads up to that thing With the whole uh, The building is exploding And that whole thing is just like You know, this is the this is the level in the video game right yep. before the end. This is not anything to do with That's the movie. That's totally Push down now. Exactly. Down now. It, like, it is. Seriously. And it's like, uh, you know, he's uh, he hooks the little thing so he can fall. Then he's got to fall like, and hit the floor, which makes him fall again. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I was alive in the 80s. <laughs> so you know how many times I've seen somebody do that? 200 billion. I, I life, mean, yeah. it's so goofy. And everything that happens you know, like you're saying it is like exactly dragon's Lair kind of stuff, right? The building starts leaning this way. So I (laughs) got to hit the joystick the other way. And (laughs) now we have to run over here and now don't miss the jump right at the right part. And you're watching that and you know, it's kind of action, goofy movie. You got to have some of that. How long do I have to look at that happening? It just keeps going. Sure. The building's falling down and blowing up. Go like (laughs) make it happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's really, but then that all is still like, um, you get, you gotta have all this other nonsense going on because that's like the whole polka dot man's best scene ever. That's easily yeah. the best scene in the film. And really, if I could just watch that scene, oh, yeah, right. if like watching this right. movie counted yeah. as like just, that scene is awesome. Yeah, uh, I agree. and I, I have to say, I'm going to call him out right here. Yeah. Uh, he didn't do that. Right. He didn't write it. He didn't right. direct it. He right. wasn't there that day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that scene had nothing to do with him. No that James scene does. was somebody yeah. who's got the purse strings. Yeah. Said, I'm going to have at least one thing in this movie that doesn't yeah, suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just took over That's one great. day, yeah. sent James Gunn out for coffee because that yeah. could not be less like everything else. Feel like anything else yeah. in the movie. Yeah. And uh, you agree. get Polka Dot Man going. Yeah, what's his name is dead or right, whatever, yeah. and and Margot Robbie is awesome in that scene too. Yeah, everybody's in a right. way that she is, you know, she's like being Harley Quinn again yeah. suddenly. Either that, or it's like somebody else filmed that, and that was like the first scene that right. they ever filmed, oh, yeah. right? right? And it was before James Gunn ever showed up, right? <laughs> right. We and we did this, Second and it was AD, like yeah. because now she's like acting like Dude, Harley like, Quinn, yeah. and she's like who, yeah, right? <laughs> There is not a person named that. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> like the yeah, whole th- right. Yeah, yeah, Milton. Milton yeah. There's no Milton. Right. Well, Milton. It's like the Milton. whole thing and yeah. then she gets up and sees it. but he is so good in that. <laughs> yeah. And even Idris Elba is really good in that even though he doesn't do anything, right? right? But he's able to just like right. roll his eyes right. or whatever in like, yeah, you know, kind of the perfect way, but that's that whole scene is so solid. Yeah. And just has nothing to do with anything else that happens. The whole movie. I hadn't thought of that. It's so it's so depressing, right? Like to, the, like the movie would almost be better if that wasn't in it, right? And can you
1: imagine? <laughs> can you imagine if as like a like a you know like a scene you know not like a full screener but someone's like, look, this is what's coming up. This right, is what Suicide right. Squad is, the Suicide Squad's going to look like. Like and that was just that, the trailer, and you're like man, I think we're going to rock this thing. Right. And then you go
0: see it and you go, what? How did Um, that? Yeah. Anyway. um, And then, you know, the movie is also like, um, it's weird because the movie is doing so many things. Yeah. uh, And and I don't know. It's almost like you have to be schizophrenic or something, right? Because you've got like the great scenes like that. You've got like the really, really horrible scenes. You've got the decent scenes like, uh, the one that you referenced where uh they're like killing each other right. in more and more fancy ways yeah. and That's instead of just shooting fun. the people, you shoot the leg of the table yeah. so that the fan falls <laughs> right. into the bathtub right. and yeah. and like all this stuff. And that scene was really cool. It was and it was uh it was cool that uh we get like this moment where we can just have them like, right. you know, whatever. And uh and even you get the part and I swear only Idris Elba could do this and and pull this off because it's such a goofy thing and yet he manages it but like at the end he's like no one likes a show off. Oh yeah. And then yeah. John Cena says uh, uh, you know unless you're showing off right. something awesome or Super whatever whatever it is yeah. and Idris Elba just kind of like turns around he's like oh yeah that's right. Yeah, you're or, right they do. You know, or whatever, you know. Was, I mean that's that, awesome. That was great yeah. stuff, but it's all mixed in with wasting time yeah. and things that are just completely goofy.
1: Dude, I know we're getting, I know we're close. I almost, I almost forgot to say this and I don't want to forget it. I was genuinely afraid. I mean, not afraid. That's a, I mean, that's melodramatic, but I was, I was genuinely (laughs) like skeptical. They're going to rescue Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn doesn't need any rescuing. There's this weird flower javelin thing that sets up things later. She comes outside. She's witnessing the rescue, you know, and she's like, hey, what are you guys doing? And her best that I can't imitate Fran Drescher nanny voice, Right. you know, and they're like, we're rescuing you. And she's like, oh, that's so sweet. You guys want me to go back in so you can do it? And he goes, it was a good plan. And I thought for one nanosecond, I'm like, holy shit she's going to go back in and we're going to have to watch this scene play out. That's how dumb of a film this is. (laughs) Uh, And I I legitimately was like, don't, don't,
0: don't, don't, don't. But you know, there is... Because I
1: thought it was going to happen. I thought it was going to
0: try to If you try to look at that scene as objectively as you can with like like nothing (laughs) else, right? Yeah. That scene is fairly cool, right? They're having this plan. The plan is... (sighs) maybe a little goofy and Overthought it, it and kind of uh, overemphasizes the fact that we have people with superpowers that right. we can't figure out what to do with. Right. <laughs> right. Because they, they're all useless. Right. Yeah. Um, but they, they have the plan. They're kind of doing this whole mission impossible, looking at the building, staking yeah. things out and they're going through this whole thing. And then she just escapes. And so like trying to be completely just objective and look at it all by itself with nothing else. Yeah the fact that they do all this and then suddenly she's outside, he's like halfway pulling himself up, up, the rope, the rope, right? up the rope, right? Yeah, he's right. like, he's like halfway up there and she just <laughs> pops out. Yeah. It's really fun and it's weird yeah. and, and interesting ish. Right. And, and it is like a fun time and I'm here for this fun action movie.
1: Yeah.
0: After that, you have to go, how many times have I seen that before? How many times have I seen somebody escape when someone was about to rescue him, and right. then they come out and, and, yeah. and do that exact thing. Like, how many times have I seen that? A lot. Right, right. <laughs> Way more times yeah. than I want to see in the next big superhero movie with a ton of money yeah, behind right. it. Right. Right. I mean.
1: I went, I went, I mean, this is the dumbest thing. I went home. The TV was on. It was Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade. And the scene that I literally watched was they all go to the edge because they think Indy fell over. And he's standing behind him, and he's looking down. He's like, "What are you guys looking at?" It's the same scene, right? It's, right. It's the right. same thing. It's just such a rote
0: thing, and, and it really is. It's so the whole movie is like so Oscar Wilde, right? Or it, it's like you know where it's original, it's not good, and right. where it's good, it's, it's not, not good. original. Yeah. I mean, the things yeah. that are, the things that are pretty decently good are yeah. really nothing you haven't seen before, right. and and even you know it also mixes together because some of the bad stuff you've seen a million times too. <laughs> <laughs> like right. when he's, uh-huh. uh, l- I actually couldn't believe like, uh, like okay. we gotta, we gotta go, but yeah. like you Hit couldn't me. believe because you thought that that was going to happen, I did that I they, really they did. were going to go back in and you were scared Yeah, when they're doing that stupid collapsing tower scene yeah. and it's all horrible. <laughs> and, uh, Idris Elba finally falls on that thing when he falls on a square, yep. And it goes like, and and a bunch of dust kicks up and everything, right? Yeah. I thought, oh, my God, they're going to have him fall floor by floor by floor. And then it happened at me. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it did come it. on.
1: So I dodged mine. Right. You got yours. I did not. It, but uh, there
0: are so many things like that in yeah. this movie where... I have seen dozens of other movies Uh that did that exact same stupid thing. Or I'll tell you, I've seen a few Saturday morning cartoons that did that exact same (laughs) thing.
1: (laughs) Look, on the way out, I don't have anything else to say but this. Every once in a while, we will say, and I feel like I'm saying it a lot, like sooner or later, this is somebody's first film and it's going to blow their mind. (laughs) Right. This is not, that's not an excuse that I can afford this, that I would have afforded and did afford in my rating for like The Conjuring 3. Yeah I I feel I remember very consciously saying somebody's going to see this for the first time when they're like 13 and it's going to freak them out. <laughs> this is so like what you're describing. I've seen it too many millions of times. Even if this is your first film, you'll have seen all of these things in commercials and cartoons. <laughs> right. And whatever, like it's just too permeable in the ecosphere of pop culture. Like it it's boring. Yeah you know
0: so all right so uh that's this week don't go see suicide squad uh yeah. next week hopefully um as i don't know events right. al- events align or whatever right. uh we'll have at least free guy which I am like crazy looking forward to and hope it lives up to uh, some of the good things Me that too. I've heard people say about it be uh, fun it looks like a fun film if this done it. this could easily be one of those movies where we kind of get screwed because yeah. we actually have some expectations for it and it, so right. and so we easy. we might be pretty harsh Maybe. on it but uh, but I'm really looking forward to that but we will also yeah. have uh, several other things yeah. uh, that you know there's like streaming releases and all that stuff so we will catch up on a lot of possibilities of what to watch yeah so thanks for tuning in and uh, we'll be back next week right bye bye hey listeners on behalf of myself and shane leonard we want to thank you for tuning in once again the are you screening podcast is brought to you by are you screening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out surf over to are you screening.podbean.com or are you screening.com to find out how you can become one of them All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night.